to the Paul and Griff show. You got myself Paul. You got myself Griff. And we are back in 1999 as we continue our journey looking at Project 99 and all the films from, not all the films, a lot of films from 1999. Uh, arguably the greatest year in film. We have our rankings. Tally, do you have it in front of you? I do. Who's sitting do. bottom? <laughs> oh, poor old Wild Wild West. Wicked, wicked, wow. And who is top? Deep Blue Sea. How many points does Deep Blue Sea got? Deep Blue Sea has got... I said I had it to add. Um, Deep Blue Sea have got 36 out of 50. Oh, and you wonder how does it get 36 points? Well, the scoring system is quite easy. Basically, we have got five categories. Soundtrack, plot, slash originality, longevity, cast, and the genre bonus which this week is laugh or laughter. Um, yeah, obviously this week we are looking at office space. I think we just need to um, dive in. How are you doing anyway? Yeah, I'm not too bad, buddy. Not too bad. Yeah, I realised on a um, Tuesday show, I didn't ask how you were, and I've been thinking about it all week. I know, I did think that. I got. I didn't even ask me how I was. Oh, well, it's because I... I I started at the beginning, didn't I? And sort of swallowed my tongue and got out of control. I panicked. I'm all right, money. No, I'm doing it now. I'm all right. I'm never happier than chatting movies. So find out out next Tuesday how we do it. Keep it going. See if we can do a sentence without messing up. Oh, no promises. Um, Yeah, where do you want to dive in with this bad boy? Let it happen. Let's start with the facts. Office space. Came out 19th of February, 1999. Fact. In the US of A. Oh, didn't come out in cinemas over here. Which is probably why, when I say, like, what's your memories of it? Um, came out on video premiere. Like, I guess it came out on VHS in January 2000 in the UK. Um, got loads of titles around the world. Do you know, which is crazy. Do you know what it's called in Canada? Um, No. Office space. Um, <laughs> oh, there is there is a lot. There's a loads of loads you of different the, titles. You want the scoops? We'll give you the scoops. <laughs> scoops, scoops. Um, I'd love to tell you what it is in Russian, but I can't read that. I give Was you it one. called um, workplace anywhere? No. Have I made that fucking name? In Italy, it was called Impiegati Mail. Um. Yeah. Argentina in Redos de of China. Oh, I guess it was called in Australia. Office space. Office space. Oh, in fact, yeah, let's move on. Um, oh, free company on. work. <laughs> free company workers who hate their jobs decide to rebel against their greedy boss. Directed and wrote by Mike Judge, who's better known for Beavers and Butthead, and also King of the Hill. Um, starring Ron Livingston as Peter Gibbons, Jennifer Aniston as Joanna, Stephen Root as Milton Wadams, Gary Cole as Bill Lumberg, David Herman as Michael Bolton, AJ Naidu as Samir Naginaja. I was actually joking that film as well. How about I pronounce it? Sorry about that. Um, Diedrich Bader as Lawrence, John C. McGinley as Bob Slidell. Joe Bays as Don Portwood and Alexandra Wentworth as Anne. It has 
Contwine to be two taglines. The first one, work sucks. The second one, a comedy from Mike Judge, creator of Beavis and Butted, co-creator of King of the Hill. Jesus. I don't think they quite get what taglines are, really. I don't um, know what yeah. taglines are. Had a budget of $10 million. Uh, how much reckon it grossed worldwide? Um, not a lot. Not a lot, indeed. Ten million eight hundred twenty-eight thousand two hundred fifty-six, which with marketing everything, clearly put it in the loss column. Um, which I say is a shame, but um, it did have its issues, which we will kind of. I've got some stuff about the issues of it, but um, just memories. I know this is both our first time watch. Um, and obviously, we know it didn't come out in the cinema over here. Do you, do you, do you know of this film? Um, no, but when I watched it, I knew of like stills and pictures from this film. If that makes sense. Yeah, it's a very, now kind of like I know what that meme is with like the manager leaning over like the the office cubicle. Yeah. Um, that's only an American thing, right? These little kind of cubicles where you closed off. Um, I'm not saying I've been in many offices. Like I've had two office jobs, and like it's all open plan. Is it just America where you have the whole like? No, but I feel like in bones centers. I don't know. It's very boxed in, doesn't it? It's very boxed in. I find it very interesting. Obviously, this this film, and obviously, um. Matrix came out the same year, and that had um, both of them in office cubicles trying to hide from someone, which I thought were kind of weird, like stuff. Um, yeah, I I don't think I've heard of this film until like probably ten years ago. I it I definitely got no ripples of. It. I suppose it doesn't help that it didn't kind of didn't come out in cinema, and the poster wasn't really jump out of you like didn't mean anything didn't sell it um which funny enough Mike Judge hated the um the poster of the man with all the post-it notes um coming along because the studio created that um he depicted novice work and clearly covered in post-it notes he said people were like people kept asking him what is this a big bird a mummy a beekeeper and the tagline "What sucks, it looked like an office de- depot ad and I just hated it. I hated the trailers too and the TV ads especially. So, um, yeah, when George made it, he hated the marketing, the studio um, went with it. Never a good start. It's not a good start. He also said he couldn't put Jennifer Aniston, which obviously is the, probably still is now, the biggest star from this film. Yeah. Um, can we really put her on the poster? Due to a small role, I'm like I've seen people put on posters for smaller roles. <laughs> like I'm not being funny. You could have. Of course, you could have. I think she had a big enough role to be on it. It's not as though she had one scene. Yeah, she she was a constant. She was that the whole. She was in the whole film. Just yeah he didn't like the marketing campaign and it didn't work and he said office space isn't like American Pie it doesn't have the kind of jokes you put in a 15 second television spot of someone getting hit on the head of a frying pan 
it's sly. And let me show you, sly is hard to sell. And I suppose that sums up the film, really. I do. I suppose I'm just rip the band-aid off and just just talk about it. Like, I've heard this has got a cult following. I heard it was good, and I was well excited when he said, "Like, let's do Office Space." I watched it. It started good. I, I liked in the traffic jam, and every decision he makes is just wrong. Yeah, and and I was all for that. I suppose it just went wrong when he went for the, the meditation and didn't click and he got all lazy. At the same time, it kind of lost me there. It, it just... And I get the the slyness of, like, he started not caring about his job, so he started getting off of promotions. I just... He hadn't turned up for work and there was no repercussions for that. Yeah. He just started off, oh, my God, like, he's getting bullied into working at the weekend. Oh, oh shit, what's going to happen? And then he doesn't go into work. And you think, oh shit, what's going to happen? And nothing. He still keeps his job. Yeah. It's, um. I mean, obviously, like we said, both sort of first time watch. I found a similar thing. I started off with the traffic jam and that, and obviously they were making the jokes about um, the printers and that's a case of the Monday. And he basically made one mistake for, and basically about three different people came in and gone, hey, did you notice what you did wrong here? I kind of thought, this is actually quite funny. I'm like, I'm enjoying this. I'm sort of laughing about it. But then it's just kind of like um, just lost its way massively. And about about 40 minutes in, maybe half hour in, I kind of sat there and thought, I don't actually know what the story about this is. It, it felt like, and obviously it came later on. It's it is different, but it felt like an episode of like something like The Office. Yeah, it it didn't actually feel like a movie because if an episode, you can generally just ramble on for half an hour or whatever, and you don't really need. It can just be a bunch of like comedic scenes, and it can work, and you can just enjoy it for what it is. But in a movie, you, you very much feel like, why am I watching this? What what is this? And that's what I kind of felt like. I thought, what is this? What I'm actually watching here? And I kind of wanted more. When the story did kick in, it it felt very rushed. And it's just like, hey, you guys are going to lose your job. Should we do that virus and try and steal loads of money? And um, I wasn't even sure if they kept the money. I, I wasn't. And it's just like, he just got promoted, but yet he still doesn't want to keep his job. And it's just, I, I don't even go like I don't get how he pulled Jennifer Aniston just for saying do you want to go to lunch sometime and yeah. just see I thought all that was like um, a dream could have been a but... dream because all of a sudden they're dating and he, he, he's around her house and no, but you know when he, he's like hey let's go watch Kung Fu and she goes oh I love that I didn't think any of that was real oh maybe not I didn't like the neighbour. I thought the neighbour was supposed to be hilarious, but the neighbour wasn't funny at all. I, I just... Well, I'm sorry if people are fans of this and like they've tuned in to see like us. I really, really, really wanted to watch this. And I suppose because of The Office, I was expecting this to be hilarious. And being in like office work now, I thought I'd relate loads. But it just loses its way. 
massively losing its way. I, the, the plot's like really like I, I kind of get it, and it was kind of funny where he doesn't really care, and they're like, "Oh, you know what? Your management material." And even when like the main boss tries to say like mm, he shouldn't get promoted, they really stuck up for him. Like, oh no, 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 he he he's the real deal. It's just oh, I don't know. I, don't, I, I just I just didn't care for it. Yeah, I mean, there was a few bits like I really, I kind of wanted. Like just stupid things, like when it popped in the future, a billboard at the back said like "conclusion match" or something, and it had made it big. You know, mm. I wanted I wanted more sort of subtle background in jokes. Um, that the whole like thing, like what would you do if you had a million? And the guy was just like, "Oh, I'll just get two chicks." You know, just just stuff like that. I want I felt like it needed more from that. Yeah, it, it wasn't yeah. enough as just a throwaway comment. I wanted to see him walk down the road, you know, in the background like two chicks or saying, "Can you think I always won the million? I needed like someone to have a story. It doesn't have to be all of them, but just one of them, where someone that they sort of like dismissed and laughed, they kind of went, "Oh shit, he's fucking done it." <laughs> yeah, and the conclusion match would have been perfect because they just completely mocked the conclusion match, and it wasn't mocked to the fact that it became a running joke. It was just like that's a shit idea. When it should have been like they they thought they were going to his birthday party, but instead it was a big press release for his new product, the conclusion map, which is getting released and now we're a massive product. And they just should walk in and be like, What the fuck's going on here, man? And blah, like, oh, yeah, they they brought the conclusion maps, it's like it's everywhere now. And everyone's there raving about it and playing it in the background, there's loads on the floor. I just felt like it should have been like a whole thing. But nothing ever was. Everything was just so. Seeing the him being called Michael Bolton, yeah, like I thought that would lead to a bigger, like a bigger thing. Yeah, until the end, he got fed up and he just said, "I'll just call me Mike." <laughs> it, I mean, it just didn't go anywhere. I, I thought in the interview they were going to say you related, and he was going to say, "Yeah." I, I yeah. thought like at some point he was going to throw that he was, even though he wasn't. Yeah, and the guy like says he wants to lose his job, and then he does lose his job. And he goes down to kill himself, and he says, "Oh, he sees his wife, and like he couldn't do it." And he reverses, and a car runs into him. I suppose the payoff was like we're supposed to laugh, but I was just like, "I don't really." You're not been in it long enough. I don't really care if you are dead. <laughs> yeah, but I'm saying, but he's the guy with the conclusion, Matt. Yeah. So he should have. He could have had that. Like he could have. I don't know. I just felt it's a very start stopping. Like I said, the actual when they were going to trigger and take money, it happened so quickly, and then literally just the, the building burnt down, and that was it. It was. It didn't mean anything. Yeah. Just. Uh, I I think like they didn't show him enough at work for us to relate that he hates his job. Yeah. But I know you got the scene. Where, as you say, he gets like three managers, two managers come up to him that he hasn't put a cover letter on these things. Then he gets a phone call and then he goes home. And the next thing he doesn't turn up to work. And I don't, I feel like he should have had a worst day at work for us to kind of 
feel sorry for him. Agreed. And I think they just jumped. He was late. He got told three times to do something. He goes to meditation. Even I didn't find that funny that the, the guy doing the meditating kind of died without clicking his fingers. And you know what? For the whole film, I was waiting for someone to click their fingers and then all of a sudden step out of it and go, oh, shit. What do you mean I haven't been to work in four days? Yeah. I, I, I was waiting for that to happen where someone would literally, in the background of some scene, like when he was with Jennifer Aniston in the restaurant, being all laid back, someone's going to click and his whole confidence was just going to like drop. And I that's thought that's true. where the story was going to go. And he has to struggle with recouping, like not going to work at the weekend, trying to pull Jennifer Aniston where he's punching. I just and just never really, it never really paid off with that. Um, yeah. I, think I agree. It never really, it never really recovered from that. Yeah, like I said, I, I didn't hate it. I just, like you said, I just don't feel like it ever really got going. It had some great little funny moments, but as a story, I don't think it really ever got going. No. no. No, totally. And I think the other two aren't shown enough for you to care about them. Agreed. Um, really I didn't care. I didn't care they were fired. No, no. It was it was it was too much of a knee jerk in the middle of the film for characters I didn't care about. It, it almost could have been like a a clerk sort of thing, where basically these guys moaned about their jobs the whole way through. Then at the end, they all sort of got made redundant and it had almost like a, a really sad, empty ending for no reason. Yeah, you just you're like totally... the whole office got shut and you're just like, oh, okay, um, yeah, I guess I'm gone now. I don't know. No, no, no. If I, um, apparently, the PC load letter scene wasn't scripted. Um, David Herman, who played Michael Bott, had more lines to say because he was interrupted by the photocopy jamming and didn't understand what the error measure meant, they kept in the film. And that, that that's even an issue. Like, they, that wasn't even funny. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, you know what? Like, let's keep that. Um, this is great. One of the promotions for this film invited people in certain cities to watch and participate in the bashing of office equipment. There was also an internet campaign that linked to a website where people could expose their bad bosses. Mate, that stuff happened nowadays. You'd get fired. Oh, big time. I, I just... Like... That's I, was the at, um, I know, it's rough. I was looking at um, films to see who else was in um, What? Obviously, Jennifer Aniston's done... I don't really have this, obviously, apart from, um, obviously, I recognise, is it Milton? The um, He's in Dodgeball. What's his name? Is it Milton? Yeah, if you're from Dodgeball, though, uh, Gary Cole's in Dodgeball as well. Yeah, couple of them are in Dodgeball, and he's gone on to other stuff. Like, Ron Livingston, the main star, I don't think he's gone on to do anything of note. Well, um, I don't know what roles. He's been in um, Tangerine. Tangerine 2. He's in The Flash in 2022. Okay. But um, let me see if I can find out what he's playing in The Flash. He's I reckon that's one of the Bob... <laughs> he's playing um, Henry Allen in The Flash. 
Oh, that's a, that's the main that Henry Allen. He's yeah. not the dad, is he? Uh, Henry Allen makes me. Why do I think Catch Me If You Can where he used the Flash? I, I, maybe an older version. Like Henry t- Allen. Wasn't in the TV show The Flash? Was he? Henry Allen, The Flash. It was the father of Barry Allen. Oh, he's the father of The Flash then. Okay. He's the Flash's father. Um, I thought I recognised the neighbour. Um, but, again, he did voice someone in um, Old Masters Universe, which we did. He um, voiced Trapjaw. Yeah. Um. He's just been in loads of kind of TV shows here and there. Um, probably recognise him from being like a making cameos. I recognise obviously John C. McGinley from Scrubs. Yeah. Um, which I couldn't take. I couldn't not think he's the guy from Scrubs. <laughs> Can I see um, who's the boy? See what he's in. What his name? God, I don't know his fucking films. What, Michael Bolton? No, not Michael Bolton. Michael Bolton looks like he's done a lot of voice stuff, really. Oh, Bob's Burgers? Mr. Frond, Trev, Mr. Branker. Oh, he's done loads of, loads of them. Dudes, where's my car? My car, dude. Yeah, just the cast... What do you yeah, think of um, I don't got a ranking soon. What do you think of the soundtrack? Oh right, um, let me get up the old ranking soundtrack. I gave it a one. I I gave it a. Oh. I mean, my one is purely based on the um, the computer bit where they're smashing up with the die motherfucker die. I gave it a one because couldn't get any lower. I, I was I was I was really disappointed that. None of the songs were were catchy. Yeah, and I'm not even including them. Dolly Parton's Nine Till Five. That was yeah. just a a taken like to be in this movie. I was really disappointed that the soundtrack wasn't better than what it was. I felt like it had an easy place to have some like 80s kind of soundtrack in here it didn't have to be modern it could have had the one like the die motherfucker dies but I think it could have had a really solid kind of 90s 80s soundtrack it had it in it it could have easily been done I get they can moan about the budget but Quacky Clerks had a decent soundtrack and he maxed out credit cards to make that film yes sir uh, just I'm really disappointed because I thought I think of a better soundtrack this movie becomes better. Um, what did you give plot? Um, plot originality. I gave this a three star. Purely because, I mean, there might be, but I couldn't think of any office-based films like in this kind of stand. Obviously, we've we briefly compared it to like The Office. Purely, just purely on they're both based in an office and that's where it ends. But yeah, I, I felt it had potential to be original, mm. you know, but yeah, that's, that's, so I think 
free was a fair, otherwise I'd just be um, attacking it for the sake of it. No, I give it a two. And two is because it's original. Yeah. But the plot, the plot, I don't think there is a plot. Yeah, I mean, my my three was purely based on originality. Plot, I don't think it's really. Yeah, agreed. Like I, I like I, gen- I generally feel like that the plot could have been a lot, could have been a lot tighter. That this thing yeah. could have made it more funnier. And I get like it's subtle comedy, but I just yeah, I just struggled. Um, longevity. Uh, two. I gave it a two, and I think I know. I we we spoke, we messaged off air. I think I give it a two because I'm watching this for the first time in 2021, and I have no nostalgia, no love for it. Whereas, if I'd watched Clerks for the first time today, would I feel the same about Clerks and Office Space? I don't know. Um, I'd probably argue Cloaks does have a bit of a stronger plot line, even though he's at work for the day. But then you get why he hates his job, because you see what he has to put up with all day. Exactly. Um, I mean, I didn't necessarily enjoy it, but when I was reading up on it and saw the description of the film and all that, I did get excited. So I thought there must be some longevity, the fact that the story can still be appealing all this time later on. Yeah. So, yeah, a two for that. Cast? A very generous two. Yeah, I went for a two. A very, 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 very generous two. Um, I just... I think they do quite okay with the script they got. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I'd be criminal to, like, give them one. The fact that Jennifer Anderson is anyone I've known, really, has gone on to, like... I suppose Stephen Root is Milton. Um, has done quite quite big roles, but um, yeah, um, and genre bonus is laughter. I, I unfortunately, um, unfortunately, I have to give it a one. Um, in a very rare thing, I gave this a one as well. I I I, I generally for a very short film, it was just all a little bit dull. And I didn't, and and I'm and I'm sorry that like, if that comes over a little bit, it's harsh. I really wanted to see it. I got excited to sit down and see it. It just didn't flow. It just didn't work, and there wasn't really any really funny bits. Like, yeah, even the whole Jennifer Aniston and like, you've not got enough, whatever you would call it. Badges, whatever. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. It was. It was uh, always like it was there. It was just I felt a lot of it, like you said, was delivered poorly. I mean, I wanted, I wanted to laugh. I did. Like I said, I was excited about this. I wanted to be impressed. I wanted to really enjoy it, but um, it just didn't, just didn't tick enough of my boxes. Simple as that. Didn't, t- didn't tick enough of my boxes at all. Um, before we um go into like. The rankings, um, just a couple of things. Social media, um, which probably shows how how horrible even more we are. Um, <laughs> Charles Whitmore said, "Love this movie. It's definitely a product of its time and place." Which I, I, I stand, a product of its time and place. And we watching it for the first time in twenty twenty one. Yeah, um, exactly. 
it still creeps into conversation my building today in the form case of the Mon- Mondays, jokes if nothing else, amazing soundtrack, hilarious movie. So what happens next? Um, this movie hits harder and harder every working year, but the ending still manages to land on a positive note every time. Um, the, I'm trying to think how this is pronounced. The Jand and Melanie podcast. Oh my God, I love Office Space and Gidget Von LaRue. I want my red stapler, which um, I appreciate. And the Backtracker History Show. Unfortunately, I've never seen it otherwise. I would have commented, but um, appreciate <laughs> you commenting on this. I appreciate, it. I appreciate that. Appreciate your honesty. Quite, quite honesty. So um, let's let us go from let's go from the opposite. I suppose it's, it's, it's stupid to say like, has it been deep blue sea? And it's stupid to ask, has it been cruel intentions? And it's stupid to ask, has it been the mummy? The main question is, has it beaten? Has it done enough to not be bottom? How has it beaten Wild Wild West? I think it's going to struggle. You're going for no? Yeah, I reckon this is bottom. It is bottom. How much do you think it's bottom by? Oh, I reckon it could be as much as like 10 points. It only beat Wild Wild... Sorry, Wild Wild Best only beat Office Space by one point. Oh, man. I could have done it. I've checked. I've I've counted. It's right. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, eight, seventeen. So we gave Wild Wild West two for soundtrack, one for Office Space, plot originality, one. We gave plot originality, I gave two, you gave three. Longevity, we gave Wild Wild West one. Uh, office Space, we both gave two. Cast, uh, three. Uh, and for Office Space, we gave twos. Genre bonus twos, Office Space one. So I'm very surprised that I thought this might be bottom if you're if you're on the same page as me. I didn't realise it would only be bottom by one point. Um, yeah, I mean, it sucks because obviously a lot of people like it. I can see why you like it, but like you said, I think like if you'd seen it years ago and gone back to it, have the nostalgia factor would kick through and it'd make it enjoyable for that, like a clerk's. But I think as a first time watch, I just don't know. I don't know if we've done it dirty. If we have, I apologize if you feel like that. But I just, um, it didn't click with me. I think we were just honest. Like we, we, we got to video on, and we like, it's not being funny. If like, I know, like social distancing doesn't help. We don't live in the same town. If I invited you around to watch this, which one day hopefully we'll watch some <laughs> of these movies together, I think we'd chattel through it. I don't think it would keep our attention. Yeah, I don't. I don't think we'd sit there and be like, and laughter and all this. I mean, there's a lot of other films. Yeah, I think we would have definitely laughed together more watching Wild West. But I, it, For good or bad. Like, yeah, the reason we do this and the magic things of movies is if we had the same opinion, the world would be a boring place. Like, so obviously, this is where boring. you can have your voice. You can have your voice. Yeah. Tell us what we're missing. I, I do think it's 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 a it's definitely something that's probably. I don't think even it's an American thing, because obviously it is an American comedy about the American workplace. I just think 
I think if I, if one of us had watched this back in the day when this come out, I think this conversation wouldn't be. We're both on the same page. Yeah. Not even coming out the same printer. Um, but yeah, it's just um, yeah. Sorry, not nothing personal. Just a case of the Mondays. No, um, <laughs> it's just a case of the Mondays. On a Thursday. Um, yeah, guys, like, subscribe, share. Thank you for all your ongoing support. It's always appreciated. Uh, we'll be back on Tuesday with the news. But if you haven't had enough from us, you can continue to follow us on social media. Uh, Griff, where can they find us on Instagram? At Paul and Griff Show. They keep going on Twitter. Where can they find us on Twitter? At Paul and Griff Show. And that is beautiful. Um, yeah, enjoy the rest of your week. Have a wonderful weekend. And we'll be back next week for more um, news and then Project 99. Don't be an arse clown. Make sure you listen. <laughs> Bye.